Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning London time on Tuesday the 15th of November. China's economic data released overnight summed up the problems facing China's economy. Industrial production for October was moderately weaker than expected. This reflects the fact that the 2021 surge in demand for goods around the world is giving way to a more balanced and normal spending pattern. As a major exporter of goods to the rest of the world, that obviously hits China's production. October retail sales were notably weaker than expected, with a decline in the month-on-month rate of growth. This reflects the effects of zero-Covid policies, not only for those caught up in the mess of detentions and restrictions, but for those who are not directly affected, but who are worried about the risk of detention and restriction, and how in consequence choose to save rather than spend. Japan's economy also fell unexpectedly in the third quarter, at least if you believe the GDP data, with the cost of importing commodities rising on global prices and a weaker yen. There was also some fear of the virus. As ever with the pandemic, it is fear rather than the virus itself that does most of the economic damage. Consumers apparently voluntarily chose not to go out as caseloads rose over the course of the summer. In the United States, we have producer price inflation for October, coming after some signs that the adults on the playground that is the US Federal Reserve are talking about at least slowing the pace of policy tightening. Fed Vice Chair Brainard hinted at that very thing yesterday, although Fed Chair Powell does not seem to have stopped the relentless chant of hike, hike, hike. Producer prices represent the price that most companies receive for their products as companies sell to other companies and not to consumers. The headline rate is expected to slow somewhat. On any metric, however, producer prices are rising faster than wages or employment costs, and that means that producer prices are rising notably faster than wage bills, as firms are tending to pay fewer people more money. That means that margin expansion continues to be the driving force behind inflation. The G20 platitude generation machine went into overdrive yesterday. US President Biden and Chinese President Xi both called for a calming of tensions. However, it was never likely they were going to call for an escalation of tensions. Markets have reacted, but that seems to be because markets want to react rather than because anything of any substance has changed. Trade taxes, general political risks, etc., are all as they were pre-meeting. Meanwhile, the G20 as a whole has spent the day in intense discussions about what to say in the final communique. There appears to have been no discussions about substance. All that matters is getting the spin right. The final communique will apparently say that war is not good. It is not clear why flying innumerable officials around the world at taxpayers' expense was necessary to reach this rather obvious conclusion. In the United Kingdom, Chancellor Hunt is apparently planning a windfall profit tax on supernormal electricity company profits. Oil and gas companies' windfall profit taxes will also be increased. This reflects the realities of modern economics and politics. On the economic side, profit margins are behind the current inflation, although there doesn't appear to be any consideration of a windfall profit tax on supermarkets as yet. On the political side... 
the rise of single-issue politics, where social media channels popular, force popular and media focus onto a single policy or area of concern, means that things like windfall profit taxes are likely to become more common policy instruments. They are simple, easily tweetable ideas, assuming Twitter continues to exist. The UK will be offering some labour market today, and Germany has the ZDW business sentiment measure. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.